Hi, and welcome to your twice-weekly personal coaching fit hit from Simple Steps to Fitness. Take away practical advice from every podcast to help you lose weight, burn fat, eat right, and feel better. Each new fun and motivating fit hit now gives you the chance to grab the award-winning advice that only our paying clients were getting. Hi there, it's Robin from Simple Steps to Fitness, and welcome to our latest Fit Hit podcast. Last time, we talked about fat-burning zones, but today, I want to ask you a question. Why do you eat food that you know is bad for you? This is something I come up against time and time again with my clients. They'll say things like, I know, Rob, I know it's bad for me, but I just love it so much. Or, surely, a little won't do me any harm with it. Very often, the biggest challenge about losing weight and getting healthy is our addiction to unhealthy, heavily processed foods. Now, addiction may seem too strong a word for some of you, but don't be fooled. The food industry is fully complicit in our responses to their advertising and packaging. Again and again, we stumble and fall early on in our weight loss attempts because of strong physiological and emotional cravings. Food, after all, is our constant comfort. Food can make us happy. Food is often specifically engineered to stimulate the reward centres of our brain. So to succeed at our weight loss goals, we first need to discover our relationship with food and then outline a game plan to overcome our bad habits. So what makes us keep going back to unhealthy food? Well, food can be addictive for many complex reasons, and these reasons will also vary from person to person. Physiologically, our addictions tend to remain the same. Increased levels of blood sugar, insulin, and chemicals in our food stimulate the feel-good chemicals in our brains. Neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin get released and make us crave those foods over and over again. There's no point in just saying, This is just in our heads, because these urges, you know they are. They're for real. They're strong and they can destroy the balance of our health. The emotional addiction to food is much more complex and individual. There are millions of different reasons for why we might seek comfort in food. Common explanations might involve insecurity, force of habit, boredom, sadness, social acceptance, depression, or anxiety. Many of these situations share a common thread with our abuse of alcohol or drugs, legal or otherwise. That's why I think it's wholly right to use the word addiction when we're talking about unhealthy foods. After all, they account for more heartache and misery than many of the so-called drugs. So whatever the reason, it's vitally important that you think long and hard about why you eat the things you do. What is your relationship with food? Most of us want to be healthy. That's one of the reasons you're listening to these words from me, a health and fitness professional. Given the choice, wouldn't we all eat nothing but healthy food if we knew we could be happy and satisfied? So why then is it so hard to let go of the food choices that cause us such physical and emotional harm? I'm reading this not from a holier-than-thou platform, but from personal experience. Fitness and healthy eating in particular has been a lifelong journey for me. 
As a much younger man, I was only playing at being healthy. Although reasonably active, I was a smoker. I was fatter and I was less fit than I am today. I have also worked in a senior position in the food industry for many years and so I know just how cynical they are about your health. Oh boy, do they care about health. Yeah, their financial health. And after years of going through the motions and then having expensive training and education in all aspects of health, fitness and nutrition, I only then truly discovered my relationship with food. I understand now the cause and effect food has on my body and my mind. And I discovered what actions I needed to take to overcome my own personal hankering for processed food. It's not really that complicated, but nevertheless, I have seen countless numbers of people going through years of suffering before they finally brought about the required action they could start to make a lasting and positive change in their own lives. So yes, you must take action. The next time you feel yourself reaching for something unhealthy, stop. Ask yourself why. Why are you doing this? Why do you think you need this? Is it going to make you feel better? And if so, for how long? How will you feel tomorrow after you've made this decision? I think you already know the answer to most of these questions, yeah? I know that for most of us, making that bad, unhealthy food choice might give us an instant gratification. We will feel great for a wee while. However, after a few hours, we'll start to have those feelings of guilt and regret. And then when we look at ourselves in the mirror the next morning, we'll resume that familiar beating ourselves up for doing it. And we'll swear never to eat that stuff again. Unfortunately, it's easier said than done though. And when we're faced with making the same food choice again, the compulsion can be so strong that we'll make the wrong choice all over again. And then so the downward spiral continues and the negative consequences build on themselves. Feelings of self-loathing, insecurity, depression and hopelessness will creep in, which then often leads to even more harmful eating patterns. I can't think how many times I've told a client that one bad day of eating bad foods doesn't have to mean they have to give up on their healthy journey completely. Your relationship with food will probably be completely different from mine. Whatever the situation, you have to pinpoint the reasons for why you continue to make harmful decisions. Once you identify and accept that you have a problem, you can start working on the cause. Identifying and sorting the root of the problem instead of focusing on the symptoms is an instrumental factor in achieving your long-term weight loss. You may find that this exercise exposes deep psychological issues which you have often perhaps buried for a long period of time. But trust me, in my experience, I know it will be worth it. Too often I've seen lives wasted just because people refuse to confront and deal with these important feelings once and for all. I've been a life coach for years and it's precisely this kind of brave and bold action that will change your life and for the better. So beating our food addictions is really all about making the right choices, however tough they might be in that one single moment. 
There's no value in running away from the issue. To improve your life immeasurably, you only have to break that negative cycle. Easy to say, hard to do, but it only takes one right choice to turn things around. After that, you have gained in strength, in confidence and momentum which will carry you forward for the next decision. It will feel great, I promise you. Are you going to make the right choice the next time you're faced with a tough decision? I hope you got some value for that. And if, if you enjoyed these podcasts, why don't you leave us a review on iTunes and then next week you might win a prize. Next time, we're going to talk about why it's never too late to exercise. And that's all for today. I hope you've popped over to our Guaranteed Results membership site. You'll find the link below and we guarantee to get your results. How can we say that? Because it's what we do. We have won awards for giving people results. So go on, pop over to our Guaranteed Results membership site and start getting fitter and healthier today. For now though, that's all from Robin at Simple Steps to Fitness. Have a good day, keep smiling, bye bye.